up, guys? Uh, welcome to the Deviant Gentleman Podcast. My name's Shane Vitko, alongside my co-host, Mr. Tommy Vext. Yo, yo. What up? Chilling. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to another hour of American History Vexed. Jeez. That's an, somebody called me Malcolm Vexed the other day. I'm like, this guy is mad. Why are you so angry? Are um, you angry? I'm not angry. I'm fed just, up? Uh, I think I'm like everybody else. I'm like, I think uh, most people are tired of the bullshit. I think a lot of the expression of the protests are actually a diverted, um, a, it, it's a diverted expression of the complete concatenation of frustration and bullshit. It's like a lot of people, uh, obviously people are upset about police brutality and the repeated police brutality in, in, uh, that, that has been uh, highly publicized and the media uh but also everyone's losing their mind because they we're the you know we've been locked up for for five weeks people have been no it's how many how long have we been in quarantine? started what the middle of march yeah what month is it april may it's june yeah march, it's april may it's so, been yeah, a while yeah it's been a while um but you know do, i feel like you know the 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 people that i know that uh truthfully doing the best right now is people that have been in prison and people that are sober yeah um well yeah because i mean you know it's like i mean i lived in chaos for so long and i've been trapped in an eight by ten for years on end so the fact that i'm at home with a clicker on my bed and i have donuts and can go outside so for people who are not mass holes a clicker is a remote control <laughs> right, for your television right, 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 yeah <laughs> like that what? Is the clicker. Yeah, it's not the code for. Uh, what did you guys call it? A remote? Yeah, the remote. York? No, we had the clicker, but it's the rem- like. I guess I've been Californiaized or Californicated. Yeah, yeah no, nah, it'll always be a clicker, a clicker, and a blinker. Put your fucking blinker on. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, so it's like you just like it's like house arrest. It's voluntary house yeah, arrest. Yeah, it's you know. So, and like personally, I've strived through this, and I'm not ashamed of that i mean why should i be i i suffered and was like in a, a shitty state for so long so if i'm good now should i you know i should be upset about that you know um so yeah, why I, mean, you- I, I was homeless so i'm like i've been homeless i've been you know like i mean it's just it could be a lot worse it's not so much how this stuff immediately affects me but it's really it's how it's affecting uh, America. Right. And, and everybody. It, and, you know, a lot of people, you can sit back and go like, oh, well, if you're already a billionaire, a millionaire, like, who cares? This is no big deal to you. But for someone like you or I that, you know, we didn't have shit once upon a time and we have, you know, okay, li- pretty decent lives now. Um, how's that my fault? I'm supposed to be fucking upset about that. I'm supposed to apologize that, you know, oh, sorry that I don't live in fucking, you know, shoot heroin and sleep in the same clothes over and over every night again. Well, people also... I think that's just like a defense mechanism that people use when they want to uh, win an argument, right? If they're like virtue signaling or they're like, I'm about this and you, you're you not, your ideals are not falling in line with mine. So you're bad. So I must, you know, attack you. And, you know, it's just like a lot of these people with their opinions are, are so, uh, I'm, if our lives were switched, they would have been dead by the time, if they lived my life, they would have died at 13 or 14, right? right? Because the first time I got stabbed, I knew exactly what to do. You know what I mean? So I'm a survivalist. So you like a lot of these kids, it's like, it reminds me of, you know, like little kids throwing, you know, bottles at a tank. You know what I mean? In a war-torn country, like, right. yeah, good job, little guy. Yeah, like, okay, way to go. yeah, okay, cool. Did you, ever, uh, did you ever take karate or anything like that when you were little? Uh, it's actually pronounced karate. Jesus, fuck. No, fucking not. Did you karate, fucking taekwondo, it. any no. of that shit when you were little? No, no, we didn't do that shit. Yeah. We did like I know. took taekwondo for like two weeks, and I thought it was so fucking weird that you had to be barefoot. I'm a huge, I'm a weird motherfucker. Like, I don't take my sneakers off until, like, the end of the day. And that's whether gotta, prison inform, instilled that. You don't have more, slides? But, uh, I do, but just, like, I don't know, dude. I feel like, what if fucking I got to run all of a sudden? Maybe I do something. Yeah, yeah. I got to be ready. But that's the thing. Well, so I would never understand this. So, because I grew up in Brooklyn, and sometimes we'd go to, like, Howard Beach and Queens and stuff and go to bars because they let underage kids in bars. And all these dudes would wear Sandals, sandals, yeah, flip no. flops. I don't understand like how you go out to like kick it like that. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, if you get into a fight, you gonna you'll break your toe. Yeah. But like, listen, that old New York Irish motherfuckers, th- these motherfuckers will fight you in flip flops, bro. 
They'll lose. You cannot get beat up by somebody wearing flip flops and jeans, or you need to reevaluate. No, your life. Aiden is not going to win that <laughs> battle. But. Um, no, but so like so. Like, even when I was a kid and I would go to friends' houses and the parents are like, hey, you got to take your shoes off. I'm like, I'm kind of cool. I don't want to come over. It's weird to me to walk around in my socks in your fucking house. That's weird. I don't want to do it. So you've so, never been to Japan, I'm assuming. I haven't. Oh, I have okay. not. So, yeah. So, anyways, I went to take Taekwondo and they were like, yep, you got to take it. And I was like, can I just leave my socks on? And they're like, no, bare feet. And I was like, okay, this is fucking weird and these pants are huge. I'm out of here. And I, I, just was, don't, I just don't, I never really, I don't think karate does anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, almost like everybody saw a Karate Kid in the 80s, and they're like, I'm going to do karate. <laughs> and then, like, the jerk-off right. bullies at school, if right. you did karate, they will yeah. fuck oh you up God. worse. You're just like, hey, oh, man. Hey, man, just because you get a bandana on your head and you know how to wax a car doesn't make you a fucking karate expert. Get out of here, Bruce Lee. That was the best. That movie was the best for all the dads because they were just getting their sons to do yeah. free labor. You're like, yo, wax well, the car. Why, you know, wax yeah. out, babe, paint the fence. And that's when all the fucking... the the strip mall karate places made the most money like rex kwando was that a thing rex kwando well that's from like napoleon dynamite but you know the oh, places okay, like okay. there's the dollar tree and then fucking yeah, yeah. dave's kempo karate yeah you know, hundred dollars family plan yeah it's it, it was a nice when mma came out it was a nice switch yeah, yeah. Nice, so nice um switch. so yeah so people are stressed about the lockdown and the covid and the fucking all this shit so how does uh how does somebody strive and not just survive in this time I I mean, you gotta laugh. I think laughter. You know, I mean, dude, you're you know, you're a comedian. I look at this stuff. You know, if you watch like the news is, I mean, it's a bit of comedy. If you have the if you are of a if you are of a certain mindset, and you have uh you're able to have like, uh I don't know what the word is because I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying people are not smart, but people are not smart. Oh, some on yeah. And so, like, when you see the headlines and the news is like, you know, um, healthcare experts say that you, uh, we're allowed to go in groups of gatherings of 12, but that's it. Yeah, protests are but under 100. Protests are up, uh, 100 or less. I'm like, do you think that the virus knows the difference? <laughs> like, you think the virus cares about virtue signaling? Yeah. Like, the coronavirus <laughs> is like, well... Yeah, we're, not gonna, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna infect <laughs> you guys because you're marching yeah. for Black Lives Matter. But if you have a fucking barbecue, <laughs> you're all gonna die. Like what um, at what point in time? Why are we even this is my question. Why are we even listening to the government? Dude. Why is anybody go back to work? Yeah. Just go back to work. Well that Yo, fuck these motherfuckers. Fuck them. And what what are you afraid of? You're gonna get arrested. Listen, the police are busy with yeah. terror, with domestic terrorism, and protests, and fucking car theft, and destruction of public property. The police do not care right now about you going to your salon or opening your barbershop or the tattoo shop. Just go back to work. Yo, fuck these motherfuckers. I went to uh, Hi Ho Burger yesterday. Oh, how was that? Eh, it's not as good as when you can sit down, but it's still good. But anyways, I go like, in. We, we sat down and ate. At the, the Kona, yeah. yeah. This place is, dude, It's and that's why I'm like, so I go in there, and I don't have the mask on. Like, and me, sir, sir, you need to have a mask. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it on. Quick question. What if I said no? Are you calling the police? What, I, I'm just curious what the protocol is for me to say, no, I'm not doing that. Where's the fucking menu? You know? And he was like, uh, it's, um, we'd, we'd ask you to leave. I'm like, okay, yeah, solid. And then even in like the waiting area and still come, cause now I have it like pulled down so I can fucking breathe. Yeah. And the guy's like, uh, sir, you have to wear, I'm like, who am I infecting, dude? I'm over here with the four people I came with and there's no one else around. What am I but, doing? Am I breathing on you? Dude, it's, this is the, this it's will bananas. go down. This will go down as the largest um, gaslight in the history of the world, what they've done. And- it's fucking is it bananas, is the disease dude. is the is coronavirus real? Sure. Yeah, of course. But it's the flu is real. real too, and like yeah. I do okay with that. Well, the CDC already came out weeks ago and said that they were wrong, and America has officially abandoned the World Health Organization. So is Brazil and other countries because it's obvious that they're corrupt. They're giving corrupt information. They're also being they're funded by 
the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, over a billion dollars have gone into World Health Organization from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And what do the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation want to do? They want to vaccinate everybody. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but if the billionaire who owns all the vaccines and has the patent for the virus that's killing everybody also funds the, the official narrative of how many people are supposed to die from it, and then all these people that didn't die from that not only if 100,000 people died, they said there was going to be 4.4 million people died, and we're still on a lockdown. I don't understand. And yeah. also, the other thing is, is that, dude, New York City has, has had no more new cases, but they've been rioting and protesting for two weeks. The incubation period of the COVID-19 is 12 to 14 days. So peop the hospitals should be overrun. Why do you think more more specialists, or what would you call them, doctors, guys like Dr. Drew kind of maybe speak out about shit once in a while, but why do you think there's not more people there are. saying this is fucking oh, Dr. nonsense? Do Dr. Anderson, Dr. Christian, Dr. Buttar, uh, there are so many, they get kicked off the internet. They're not, uh, they get they get deplatformed de from YouTube. If you look at what happened to Brian Rose in London Real, yeah, I mean, dude, they I've had David that. Icke do a special, and I mean, look, David Icke is a conspiracy theorist. He's he, for all intents and purposes, he has a lot of ideas right. about what's going on, but then he kind of goes off into the deep end. Yeah, on a, right. he's like kind of like a kook, right. yeah. and it's just like for entertain in, for entertainment value only, you should be allowed to watch. A kooky guy yeah. with his kooky thing. This is America. Right. Why would you not be allowed to watch that? So it's like, and then it's this misinformation thing. And it's it's if you basically the reality is is that if you if they're trying to silence someone, there has to be some truth to what they're saying. Right. So in silencing these people with these platforms who are who are speaking to millions of people, if you are silencing someone who's re, who's has millions of people listening, it doesn't make me think that they're a danger to humanity. It makes me think. It makes me question the narrative, right? Because if you're if you're a gangster and a drug dealer and somebody gets pinched, what do you do? Tell on them. Well, no, no, no. If somebody <laughs> gets no, if you're in an or a criminal organization. And you get picked up, and they're worried you're going to snitch. What do you do? You shut your fucking mouth. No, they get rid of them. Dude, I was I was in the witness protection program, and there was someone hired to murder me because my brother's affiliated with organized crime, and he, try, he tried to kill me, and I did something that he never thought I would do. Right. I testified against him. So but I once I did that, I think that's different, though. I mean, it's, but this there's is, a difference between but ratting the, out an organization but and this, my brother tried to kill me. No, no, no. But it's the same. Pr the premise is the same. In order to save yourself from persecution, you have to silence. So they don't assassinate these people physically. They don't kill them necessarily, but they assassinate their platform and then they go to work assassinating right. their character. It's a, and it's a psychological warfare. Then, you know, it's like. It's same thing with Trump. You don't have to convince everyone that someone's a wacko. Like if if somebody's acting erratic and crazy, you don't have to like keep talking about it. It's like you know, does, is Trump weird on Twitter? Like, does he say crazy things? Yeah. Why are we Why are we spending billions of dollars to talk about it? Right. Because there's a there's a bigger picture behind it. Because what happens in 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 well, I could get into the whole this whole the whole communist yeah. conspiracy we'll theory. We'll send you into a fucking spiral. Yeah, like, oh, here we go. And then this happened. I could just mention a fork and you'll go on to a fucking That's you know, true. Well, actually, but, uh, the thing about forks that's is that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, how how does somebody how does somebody make money right now that worked at a restaurant like okay, I guess it's like how does somebody find a success in something different given the limitations and is it possible why do some people become so successful at being entrepreneurs i mean does everybody possess that ability or are people lazy or are people not smart enough like no what? i think we have more entrepreneurs than ever i mean if you look at um uh instagram models mm -hmm. right I'm, and a, I I'm hate, a retired Instagram model. I know, but I, I'm like, listen, I, I got to give it to them, whether it's whether they're just fitness or, yeah. or they're sex workers or whatever it is. They have found a way to monetize, you know, and a legal form of, of uh, uh, sex work, mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, that's a job. And yeah. there are other people who like, you know, make birdhouses and right. sell them on, you know. 
So it just depends on what you want to do. Like for me, but do you think I'm people a, just I'm in a get band a... and I go on tour and I make music and right. and like that's a job. That's like a, right. But a then you have job. to you have to adapt. I think adapting to change. So it's like then you do these things where you do the live things through Patreon or you put, yeah, you're yeah. still putting out content. So there's yeah, still yeah. a way. Plus the apparel. But I'm I mean, still doing still... a uh, well. But for me, we're a band, so it's like we have a thing, and because we we have hit songs and we toured, we you know. It's. I think it's more difficult starting from scratch, right. especially in this environment. I don't know how, you know, that's a good question. How can people start figuring out how to make money in this environment from scratch? Like, you know, our friends making candles. And I'm like, yo, this, yeah. she makes candles. They're amazing. I bought, you know, I bought two for my house and then I gave one to my, uh, the lady I'm dating. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, I had to I do a lot of things in person, so I had to learn how to do some stuff through Zoom and adapt to that. And then, you know, with doing the podcast and, you know, starting a line and, and doing this shit. Well, the podcast like, doesn't really make money. You know, I know. But still, it's still but yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's still things that take a shot. Like, you know, I, I, would I have loved to, you know, here's fucking 100 grand. We want to pay you to do this and everything. Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. But is that the fucking reality? The longer I sit around for years, I would sit around and go, eventually someone's going to knock on my door and go, we need you for yeah. Calvin Klein. We need you for a band. We also need you to that run a business. Nice. Right. And you go and then it never happens. And you go, these motherfuckers. Right. And I think even you get, if, I even think if people, you show up constantly, it still may never happen. No shit. But I'd rather take the chance and fail than fucking sit back and be like, I should have, would have, could have, what if. Mm. And, you know, I just think a lot of people um, get into a place of like, I'm not good enough to do anything else. That's what I did. And this is it. Or I don't know. Do people lack ideas? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, it's I, easy. T this, to it's me, I would go like, okay, I'm going to make fucking birdhouses. I'm going to try something. I'm not just going to fuck. I'm going to make candles. Like, there's got to be something. People are still yeah. spending money, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done all this stuff over the years. I've had every kind of job, dude. I had a roommate. We tried to make cronuts. We, like, start. I, I started. Cronuts. It's like donuts that are croissants. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we yeah, were, like, yeah. in L.A. And we were, like, they're from New York. We got to make these here. Yeah, yeah. And then it was, like, this. I gained, like, 40 pounds trying to cook. Every day we are trying to perfect this <laughs> recipe. He's testing They're on me. so fucking I good. I keep getting fat. And How he's many just have like, we sold? Yeah, none. Like, none. <laughs> he's like, let's just bring them and give them out. But I mean, place. it's even the thing of like, not the mindset of like, how do I become a millionaire? But how do I pay my rent? How do I have money for this? And it's like, if, but it, if does I'm, a, it is. A, it's about it. Don't shortchange it. Well, if not shortchange it. Might, let me let me say this. If you want to be a millionaire, you have to make a certain amount of money every single day. And that's you don't have to feel bad about having that as a goal. Yeah, and I don't, but I also think you that have to make seven thousand two hundred ninety-one dollars a day for three hundred sixty-five days in order nice. to be a million. All right, so I'm only. I believe I might be a few numbers off. So I'm about seven thousand uh, seven hundred and thirty short. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I dope. Um, but if you, uh, if you, well, yeah, I don't know the answer. That's a good. It's well, a why good, not, dude? You have all the fucking answers. You're the go-to. You're my not, new higher power, dude. I'm not a fucking... <laughs> Malcolm Vexed, hit me with some fucking knowledge, dude. I, I just think that... I think this is a couple of things. Well, it's not it, even that... You know, well, I just... You ask me opinion. a question and then you it's don't let your, me fucking talk. Opinion. Look at this Well, you guy. just said I don't have a fucking answer is what you said. Well, I'm giving you the answer that I best can for, yeah. the gen for, for people is this. It's a combination of things. If you're going to do something, you have to love it, right? So mm -hmm. you have to pick something that you Passion. love... And are passionate about because you will get burnt out. It has been 20, 23, took 23 years for me to, 24 years for me to actually do anything legitimate in music, right? And it was like, dude, during that time, there was drug addiction and homelessness and, and dereliction and witness protection program and almost being murdered. But I always had this idea in my mind. And, and there are certain principles like what other people think of me is not my reality. Right. And so I already, it's like Jay-Z says, you already were who you were before you got here. So I've always been this way. Like, it's like you look at my, you know, my Facebook from six, seven years ago, and I'm talking about the same shit because that's who I am. Right. You know? And I think that too many people are obsessed with the pursuit of happiness, and they forget to have happiness in the pursuit. I enjoy the grind. <sighs> I like it. I'm like, yo, I like to work. I like to work so much that it actually, uh, it, it threatens people that I work with 
and it hurts other people's feelings because they oh, I know that. But it just is what it is. Like you have to get up you have to get addicted to winning. And once you win, like you keep failing, 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 failing. Don't quit before the miracle happens, but don't quit after the miracle happens. Cause that's when the real shit starts. Once you have that opportunity and you taste what it's like, like my one of on I've had so many awakening moments to like what I want to be and do. One of them was uh, having to you know sing for Five Finger Death Punch, and it was a terrible circumstance, and and the singer had to go to the hospital, and he was having problems with addiction and, and all that stuff, and they ha- asked me to sing, and the best way to in a pop culture sense to explain that moment is anybody who's seen Avengers Endgame, when Thanos is a, is beating up Thor and he's almost ki- about to kill Thor, and the the hammer raises up, and it goes to Captain America. That's the moment when I realized I was worthy. When I stood on stage in front of 300,000 German fans screaming and did the show and they accepted me as a replacement. Right. And I was like, I belong to, I deserve to be here. Fucking right. But that's the process. Some For some of us, it's like opening the gym or like opening up your own mechanic shop or, uh, you know, you finally hit, you finally get in the black when you're like, when you're making your art and selling it online, whether it's teapots or, you know, coffee mugs or banners and flag, whatever it is. Or when you, when you get your first million followers on YouTube or like all these little moments of, you know, these are the small celebrations and these, these small, the recognition of the small celebrations are the constant motivators. It's gas in the tank. And, yeah. the, and the way that, that was 500 subscribers for me. It doesn't matter. How, I know. However big or The fact that small. 500 people give a fuck about what I have to say or are yeah. interested, hey, man, that's way more than what was happening a couple of years ago in my life. I mean, dude, like, I, I, playing, I played CBGBs when I was 14 years old, and I was like, I did it. Right. And I was 14. I got a fake ID. I was, dude, I was hustling, stealing, like, lying just, just to get to play a show. We stole my friend's mom's car. Like, we had to put the gear in. They were like, you guys can't come in here. We're like, we have to play, bro. You know, it's like all that. And I didn't go to the prom. I didn't finish high school. I didn't do all that stuff. But I played the show. At prom? No, I just played the show. You know, like I did the gig. I got like, oh, I got to open for this band. I got to open for that band. And that was more important to me because that's always, that's who I am. So whatever you are, you know, just be it. Except a white supremacist. If you listen, no, no, if you are like this, be is, good at it. This is the other thing too. Listen, if you're racist, just fucking be racist, right. man. Like be I don't fucking on. care. That's why I used to tell guys with like white pride tattoos. I'd be like, hey man, go all in and put white power. Well, that the whole thing is like, don't be looking at my you, fucking arms, you, guy. I know I'm looking at. Don't worry, you know, don't worry about your what's tattoos happening. are disgraceful, bro. <laughs> they look terrible. Yeah, well, I got a guy. That's what prison will do for you. I know, you, I know. Guy, when that podcast know? takes off, we're gonna get. A, yeah. some, we're gonna get you some. A-list tattoo artist, right. like a, all the rich kids do. I got pretty bad tattoos too. Yeah, anyway, yeah, let's go. Let's let's, let's, um, let's move right along. Moving along. If you're all gonna right. be racist, just yeah. be racist. Don't be, be awesome fake racist. Yeah. Like be you know, fucking full yeah. on, dude. Just do it. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's like going so, to fucking rehab for weed. Uh, <laughs> I always get mad at those people, but it's true. Hey, man, if you can't handle the pot, nah, like, nah, I, yeah, you're like, okay, cool. I'm like, um, you ever smoke crack, bro? <laughs> Um, so I think there's a, uh, I was, I was reading an article about, uh, prison and recidivism rates and shit like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, over a nine year study from 2000, 2010 to 2019, violent offender recidivism, uh, for state prisoners was 83%. Federal was 64%. Now is somewhere that, in there, they had the is that regional or is that the whole country? Um, I think the whole country. Okay. Um, so yeah. So they did it for state and federal uh, violent that, offenders. They had drug offenses. Those all are shit, not good numbers. It's not. And um, and honestly, as far as race goes, it was pretty split equally mm-hmm. between. Didn't matter if you're white, Hispanic, or black. Like this is. It was pretty. You know, it might have been forty-two, whatever the fuck, forty-eight. Or I'm not awesome at math. So, um, do you think it's because of the institutionalization purely? Let me give you one more thing real quick. 40, okay, okay. 45% were arrested within the first year of release. 
Mm. Um, analysis from 2015 to 16 was uh, the ones that were CBT, uh, so cognitive behavioral therapy, the ones that did these programs, it made no difference. Why? So in my mm. own experience, um, and this is what I often wonder is I know a lot of kids that I've done time with that go back and back and they're on like the life installment plan. Two years in county, three years upstate, four years upstate, two in county, six months, like over and over and over and over. And I don't know if it's because I'm a veteran and I had more things available to me. And I like I did that before I truly started to fuck my life up. So it gave me a little bit of a I have some resources because. You know, when I talk to people and, you know, if I'm, if I'm an, a, a violent ex-offender, which I am, and I get out and I want to get a job and everywhere is, you know, they can't do the ask if you're a felon anymore, apparently, and all this shit, but they still find out. And, um, you know, I think people just give up. It's like, what am I supposed to do? All I can be is a good fucking criminal. So you can teach me. And plus, like when people like you should do breath work in prison, it's like, mm. OK, that's cool. But let me explain something to you. The last place I was willing to work on myself and start to get vulnerable was in state prison. I'm not going to be in a maximum security prison talking about my feelings. Yeah, it's not. A, now, it's you, not a safe environment. You catch me at the pre-release. I might start considering. Now, the problem is. We got so many guys that go to maximum security and just wrap up right to the street. That's it. There's no buffer zone. It's just yeah. maximum security, society. Yeah. And you get shocked. I mean, I even went down to a medium and wrapped up from there. And it was a while, man, like a full year before like it became normal, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so I don't really know. I don't know what else can be offered. And I feel like you said the thing about being burnt out. Now, if I'm working in a prison and these guys are constantly fucking around and constantly doing, I mean, it's like in, in my first year, I'm giving it my all. And maybe I'm going to get through to one of these guys. And once it's I see the same guys over, it's the same thing I work in treatment. It kind of I need to take these breaks here and there because you get to this point of going, fuck, man, am I not making a difference? Is there, you know, I I'm getting burnt out doing what I do. Well, I think it's, I think it's, and I think they stopped caring. Well, the, the reality is, is that correctional facilities are not corrective. They're, right. they're not. And that goes back to the 13th amendment and the industrialized prison complex, which is the prison prison is privatized. And there's a lot of fucked up, you know, this has, this affects the African-American community too, but it affect it affects anyone who makes mistakes. You know, and so there are different, uh, you know, there's the prisons have to be a certain percent full. So the wardens have to keep the prison uh, population full or they owe millions of dollars to the state. So these are pro this is like it's it's like how how um, there's no incentive for rehabilitation. Right. Because they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars having people stay in jail they're also getting labor cents on the dollar like ice t just posted a whole list of companies that use prisoners they get labor from prison right. and people and asking people calling for people to boycott these companies because it's not right it's not right so they're not going to be there is no you know that's the the fucked up thing about prison is that there is no incentive for correctional facilities to correct behavior. And because systemically they're making money off the prisons being full, they don't want you to get better right. before they put you out into society again, because you're just another light bulb for the matrix. If you go like s countries like Sweden, you know, if you murder somebody, the maximum you can get is 20 years. Yeah. But, but you know what the crime rate there is so low? Yeah, but the thing is, is that the correctional facilities are corrective. Right. So it's a different vibe, man. We So we even in mass had, like, they do it by a point system. So if you're going in for a violent crime, you get five. If you get, you know, a D report for this, blah, blah, blah. So, and if you had 10 or 11 points, you automatically go up to maximum security. So you're looking at somebody that has two years that could have gone to a minimum, done their time, maybe got work release, and not been affected. Instead, they go to a maximum security prison where they're with the most violent offenders. They have to put on the toughest guy mm -hmm. armor they have, get involved, blah, 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 do whatever. 
now I'm leaving worse than I came in, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so now what's happening, it was 11 points was nothing. So you have all these people that were maximum security points and they had to change it. Then they made it to like 16 or whatever because mm. it was too full. And now what exactly like you said, now the mediums aren't going to be full because everyone else go to the max and we don't have room and we're trying to double bunk and now they're stabbing cops and shit's getting crazy. Mm. So they upped the point system, you know? And, um, you know, I, so what, what is healthy reform? Like why, why don't people, and is it, be, so it's basically links to money then as to why we wouldn't copy places like Sweden or places that have uh, corrective, you know, well, things that's healthy reform. I think it always comes down to money. You have to follow the money. That's like one of the major things. It's but like, why does nobody fight that? Why don't we, everyone talks about voting and all this shit. Uh, why is nobody's platform to put better use towards mental health, towards reform, towards, hey, this is how Sweden does it. Let's mirror that. And I'm the voice for that. Okay, because if it, you, it would make democracy prevail and, and you would have you know, all of a sudden, all corporations would have to be accountable. You know, why Why the media uses freedom of the press to gaslight and create circumstances and create narratives to incite. They're inciting anarchy right now. It's worse than it's ever been. And for anybody with common sense watching this is like, how are they getting away with this? But it's because the money. Who is going to who is who is gonna pursue uh, legal action against these corporations? Not the politicians, not Congress. They're bought, they're endorsed. The FDA. We have the lowest. This we are we are the, the supposed to be a first the the first world nation with the lowest quality of food per capita. The, the FDA does not police the the food and drug companies because they're not allowed because they're on the take when you go to other countries i travel all over the world the food here in in america it's not good for you right i don't and i am acutely fat i'm acutely aware society. but they we put high fructose corn syrup in everything we put hormones in meat we put uh we put uh, unnecessary pesticides in vegetables, we genetically modify organisms for consumption. We don't know the long-term effects of these things, you know? And it's like other countries, you're not allowed to do that. And I've spent excessive amounts of time overseas. And you know what happens? I lose weight. I feel better. Yeah. I have a better attitude because this stuff, the food is affecting our mental health. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as a whole, there is an extraction on us. And... It, 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 it the until the until like the then this is just how it is this is just my experience of the world is it, just i see it i'm like oh yeah this makes sense that makes sense this is you know and i don't know if any of the problems are going to get fixed if we keep diverting the public's attention right now everyone is like you know everyone's on black lives matter and the police are killing cops right uh, the police are killing African. Like, I'm sorry. The police are killing African Americans. Uh, oh, there's been dozens of people who died as a result of Protest. the protests, the riots. Right. Some civilians, some criminals, some police. How is that? And and the majority African American. How is that caring about Black lives? You know, the and and as long as everyone is focused on this issue, which it's a small issue, it's a it's an existing issue, but it's it's again it's it's not as uh, it's not as um, we're seeing it. It's being exposed. It's time for change, but there's a bigger play at hand. The it's like don't look over here, look over here. So everyone's like, oh my god, racism because. We've been demoralized so badly that even if you show everybody the truth of what's going on, they're not going to be able to receive it. And that's the thing. That's the serious issue. If everybody was like, why are we destroying our economy? Why small business owners? It said on the news, the, it, on several news outlets, that 
we encourage the medical community encourages peaceful protesting for Black Lives Matter. However, we highly, we strongly recommend that it is very dangerous and this should not be confused with protesting the lockdown. Yeah, I know. So and people read that. All shit. these people the who are protesting, you don't realize you're, you're protesting against uh, a dude who got killed by a cop in Minnesota. And now you want to defund the police in all these cities and well, states. You see him that shame have... the mayor for not saying yeah, that. He yeah. was, I mean, that's, but could, you who's going to go? There's no police here. Let's not. Cool. Let's be fucking realistic. Well, how are you going to not have police considering all the anarchy and chaos right. that's already happened? Just the people are going to police each other. Didn't we already try that? Yeah, I mean, well, we could, and you know what's going to happen? Yeah. It's not going to go well. There's going to be a guy with a tiger and a chain that runs Minneapolis with dreads, like in fucking yeah, Walking Dead, but. Um, so I, well, I'm getting, I'm wait, what the fuck was I saying? This is this so many things happen, yeah. but the reality is, is that the lockdown is a destruction of the bill of rights. The lockdown is a destruction of, 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 <laughs> of our freedom. Do you think overall though, what's happening right now has brought the people together and made us stronger, whether it's white, black, anything? No. It, there's more of a social divide right now. No, it's because it, anything that anything I'm saying or anyone who says like likewise, uh, you know that there's a there's a, a war on the Constitution and there's a war in America. We're at war, but we don't know because the United States has never gone has never undergone the kind of psychological warfare. And the psyop warfare that we are engaged in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is an ideological warfare. This is, and these are communist tactics. Our, 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 our country has done this to Libya. We did this to Iraq. We did this in Afghanistan. The CIA's job is to go into other countries when they have a dictator they don't like, right. and they turn the people against the leader. They create social unrest. People start warring. And then there's riots, and then there's unrest, and then we we tell the world that the dictator killed a bunch of people, and then we overthrow their government, and we in place our chosen leaders who are servile to to America. Do you think that happens here? That's overthrow a government. That is what's happening right now. And like, you, to it, the point of like Gaddafi or whatever, where it was like, yeah, he no, needs no, they, to leave or. Yeah, they're, 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 if we're not careful in the next couple of weeks, we will never have another president of the United States of America that has been voted by the by an election. 100%. That's the, that's what's coming down the pipe. And the DNC. You heard it here first. The, well, that's the thing. The DNC people, even my friends who are Democrats, I was raised a Democrat. But you can't, in good conscience, look at the behavior of what's going on and and be like, this is normal. It's like the far left, the all right, it, these, this, we need moderation. We need common sense party. We need more fucking hugs, dude. Yeah, well, we can't hug people because that's fucking- That's fuck, that's right. But that's, a, Fist bumps. but that's a part of psychological warfare because you, they don't want- Separate. They want us separate. Cool. Separate from our family, separate from this. It causes anxiety. You have to have three hugs a day. It's it's clinically proven to, to have a good mental health day. People need three hugs a day. And that's how we operate because we're social animals. I count our hugs as two. Yeah, that's fine. All right. But uh but it's it's a form of psychological warfare. So people start to feel a sense of separatism. We're highly socialized animals and we need each other. You know, and even the 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 thing about you know, people are under, a, you know, are marching and doing all this stuff collectively under a, under a morally appropriate principle that is good and just. However, while they, are, it is a mass distraction. Where are, what's going on with the protests and riots and shit right now? Are we cool because the gods here? Like I haven't, and that's the other thing. It was like COVID was crazy, the riots, everything was crazy, and now just nothing. Well, now it's like the is it because the gods here. Or I'm no, so confused. but the, the, the gods are here, and now it's like seems to have calmed down. At least it's calm in L.A. Uh, but again, and is that only you think because of the national god presence? No, I think it's because 95 percent of the people who are arrested and rioting or looting were from out of state. This was literally from the police force, right. literally from the lieutenant, literally from the arresting officers that I literally call on the phone. 95% of the people who rioted in L.A. were not from the state of California, which means they were bust in as professional looters. 
Whether they were independently traveled here is that or they on were Craigslist, how do you sign up? For that? There is on Craigslist. Yeah, there are there are things on Craigslist where they pay you. Fuck, I'm out of work. Professional. The, uh, well, of course. How do you get professional looters? Well, think about the long term play of that. Like, how you get a bunch of people who are out of work and then and then already hate the leader, right, right. and they're like, "We'll pay you twenty five dollars an hour to show up to this thing and and protest," and then the ads get deleted. I should have gone down there and gave fucking wedgies. Or, All right. or hugs. Yeah, hugs. Imagine hugs for just, the good people, wedgies for the fucking... Imagine if you just started coughing on people. Dude, it's crazy. They Look, think about a couple weeks ago. They wanted to put us in jail for going to work. If you open up your job, you go to jail. If you fucking... Dude, I have to drive around with a fucking note that says I'm an essential worker and I'm allowed to be out. But that's what I'm saying. You're, like, if you went on the beach and you didn't have a mask, you get a fine. If you get on the beach, you get arrested. Crazy. And now they're saying we got we to gotta raise money to get these protesters out of jail. What the fuck is but going like, on? But like, look at the guys in OC made enough noise and got the beaches, uh, you know, a little bit more open, and then little well, by slow. It's well, like, yeah, yeah, but know. that's what this is—a diversion tactic because there have been protests all over the country way before George Floyd was shot. Except it was people protesting the lockdown, and they were losing steam, and people start saying, "Fuck you, we're not doing this." Well, the, and the police said, "We're not going to arrest people right. anymore." Because I'm at a place where it's like I would love nothing more than to go to the beach and say, "Hey, fuck off, do something about it." I can't afford that, dude. I'm at a place yeah. in my life that I can't afford to be arrested for that and throw everything away because I want to make a statement. I just, I can't. I'm, but, I'm a two-time convicted felon. I just can't you're, do that. But you're not the only one. It's everybody. There's no nobody wants to deal with that shit. It's a it's a it's a financially extracting taxing toll. And the the fact of the matter is, is it it's illegal to tell people that they can't walk on the beach. It's against the constitution. We are now living, if, if anyone, I challenge anyone to a debate to look at how we are living in America and tell me that we are not already in a communist country. Right. You can't go outside. You can't do that. You have to wear a mask. You have to stay six feet apart from each other. You can't have more than 12 people gathered unless it's a protest for their, for their di diversion. Okay. You're not allowed to leave the country. If you go to another state, you're supposed to be in. You're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Where are all the dead bodies? What is going on? It's it's enough is enough. Like like and honestly, every single citizen has to stop. This is bullshit. It needs to stop. With they're using they and to be honest with you, at this point, with China invading India, I'm pretty sure. They released the COVID-19 mm -hmm. and they sacrificed a bunch of their people to make it look like they weren't the reason or that it was an accident because they're com a communist country doesn't give a shit about its people. Right. Right. They closed off all the flights to every other city from Wuhan in any place else in China, but allowed people to fly to America and Europe where the other spikes were the worst. So explain to me how the fuck nobody's looking at China. They're a communist country, and we're literally dealing with, we're literally dealing with a socialist communist uh, infestation. The real virus is the psychological warfare that's being played out, and we're seeing our friends and our brothers and our sisters and our parents buying this information, losing their minds. I've seen a lot of people that are fucking. A lot of people have become not friends over this stuff. I know people mm -hmm. that have lost 12-year relationships with friends, people yeah. that are unfriending and all unfollowing, and if you post that and if you post do you know, this... Do you know the last time that this happened in America? The Civil War. Do you know who fought for slavery? Uh, the Democrats. Do you know who started the KKK in 1856? The Democrats. Hmm. Do you know who owns Black Lives Matter? The Clinton Foundation. Time's up, guys. Yep, time's up. And with that, uh, we actually have a real question. So let's do some gentlemanly let's, advice. Uh, let's give some advice. Right. People are going to watch this episode and just hang themselves. Like, yeah. listen, guys, we don't <laughs> promote suicide unless nah. it's done by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So uh, Joshua M. sent me a message. Uh, guys, if you want. If you got any uh, real questions for me and Tommy and not like fucking Tommy, will you go on a date with me or any shit like that? They're not um, asking me. Nobody wants to go on a date with me. But if you got fucking me. real questions, send them to us at Deviant Gentleman uh, on Instagram. 
um, or you can send them to either one of us personally. Uh, so Joshua M. wrote me and he said, uh, when you're dealing with issues or situations where you feel overwhelmed or stressed beyond your limit, what is a process that can help someone bring awareness or realize or bring awareness to step back and breathe and not react in an unproductive way? Because we had talked about like, you know, change and stuff like that. And, you know, I guess, how do you make this pause when someone says, hey, go fuck your mother and where once upon a time I'm breaking a chair over your head. How have I learned this pause? I mean, one of the funny things is, is like, you know, that whole like darkness cannot drive out darkness. Like people, like for example, you know, I posted things and people were like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I laugh. I'm like, I'm like, I already got murdered, <laughs> like by a real nigga. Like you, you know. By the way, my brother tried to kill me. Black on black crime. Fucking my man. twin brother, sick. You know? Yeah. So See, anyway, just throwing that matter. in there. I know it. All yeah. lives matter. Fuck this shit. No, nobody's life matters. That's a <laughs> thing. When you what you realize is the the fucking the governors and the politicians and the corporations don't give a fuck mm -hmm. like people are like oh the matrix like you fucking you're fucking all the conspiracy theorists people are watching this after years and been like you know yeah. and it's funny because i i there's so many people i was like yo you guys are way this is so this is way too crazy like there'll never be race riots it's 2016 right, before you get fucking off on a tangent so next. before i go up on a tangent pause. uh where'd you learn to pause when this fucking chick spit in your face the other day where's the pause and not breaking her fucking skull wide open you gotta play out the tape bro you gotta it's play, out the, play tape. out the tape it's not worth it also like you have to understand that if somebody is freaking out on you you already won you already mm -hmm. won you're like Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's literally come to the place of like I like I recognize these feelings in my body now. And then it's that thing of like my my thoughts don't mean that's what I have to carry out. Like I can't when someone cuts me off in traffic and my thought is I should hit this motherfucker with a tire iron. Yeah, Once yeah. upon a time, I was like, if I think it, I have to I'm doing it. Now yeah, it's yeah. like I think it and yeah, go, yeah. I have that thought, but I am responsible for my actions and I do have control over how I react to this. And well, you don't give your power away, right? And I play that tape through. I, maybe I win, maybe I don't, and then I'm victorious. And then what? I'm gonna go sit in state prison probably for the rest of my life. Mm, I don't think so, man. You know, yeah, and yeah. you really it takes taking that playing that tape through. It's the same thing with addiction. You know, it, all of a sudden when I think about relapsing, I think about in the beginning and the first couple of days and going to the beach and fucking a little itchy and everything's cool. I don't think about a month in when I'm fucking dope sick, shit in my pants and sweating and ready to fucking rob an old lady because I have to get high. And that's the tape you need to play through. Play that motherfucker all the way through. I and, think it's uh, also important to, to, to note the, the, the power of meditation, mm -hmm. right? Because we have to, there's so much information coming at us all, all times. And especially right now, it's like very hostile. And so quieting your mind and getting out of like our thoughts is not, are not who we are. Right. And so uh, a lot of people that keep fighting and arguing, they're arguing from a place of ego and that, and you can't, you know, that's the thing with, with, with me, a lot of the things I say, I'm not invested in it because it doesn't like it doesn't affect me. It can only affect me negatively to say the truth at this point because so many people are indoctrinated. So it doesn't it doesn't really have to affect you. Uh, and whatever you're thinking and saying, you don't have to do anything. Like I don't have to just because I feel some kind of way. I don't gotta like go you know beat the shit out of somebody. It's right. Plus, like, a lot of times, if you're getting upset or getting defensive, it's it's either because it's true and and it really hurts you, or it's bringing up past trauma. It's reminding you of the third grade. It's reminding you of mom or your dad. And when you can bring awareness to, oh, I know what's happening mm -hmm. here. This isn't real. This isn't my dad. I'm not giving you that power. Yeah, you, it's like watching a movie rather than being the actor in right. the film. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's our fucking advice, Josh. And, yeah, count uh, to ten. Yeah, count to ten. Do a fucking backflip. Hold your breath. Don't do drugs and don't fucking hurt anyone. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, we could probably save this other fucking thing for something else. You know, we got, yeah. we got about ten minutes left. So, uh, yeah. 
What um, you know what's a good you know what's a good way to I just tell people I love them. People are like you fucking bitch. I'm like bro, I love you, man. They're like no fucking right. And then I'm like, dude, I fucking love you, man. Right. Yo, I love you, bro. And you it's know, just it, like, what do you do with that? It's because well, it's what, true. I'm yeah. like, I love you. Like you, you're allowed to be mad. Your feelings are valid, but there's a difference between my truth, my truth, and the <laughs> truth. Do that again. My truth, my <laughs> truth. If you're a man and you say my truth, like I, well, you already lost. Yeah, you're not speaking my. I'm speaking my truth. That this is a this is more liberalized, uh, garbledy goop verbiage that is uh, meant to imply that we all don't have to obey the rules of reality of third perspective reality. Like this is my truth, which means it's your perspective. It's not the truth. The truth is based on what we all see and know. This is a bottle of water. And you could be like, that's not water. Right? And the engineer could be like, no, it's water. Because he can see, and that's third-party perspective, right. and it makes it the, the truth. That's it. But then I'm still going to go, no, the fuck it's not. You know, another thing is perspective, right? For instance, I walked into a store one time, and this kid was staring at me and, kept, and like held the gaze for way longer than what I thought was fucking necessary. And internally, I was like, I'm going to walk back out there and go, what the fuck are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Now, I also thought was to like, myself. like, yo, TV, a gentleman podcast. Right, so then I go, I, I had a shirt on that day, and I forget what it was. And I was like, I've had people be like, hey, that's a fucking cool shirt. So in my, this is what happens in my scenario. I go out and go, what the fuck are you looking at? And then go, it goes, oh, man, no, no, no. I just, that fucking shirt's cool as shit. Now I feel this big, like a fucking bully dickhead. Yeah, yeah. And I read the situation wrong. So instead, I see it and go, you know what? Whether he was staring at me, whether he was challenging me or not, in my head, he thought I had a cool T-shirt. My life's going to be fucking easy enough. But that's a learned behavior. That's a thing. Well, that's co- like growing up in my neighborhood. Like I remember when I first moved to LA and like I, I went out to a bar with, with a bunch of friends and like some guy was looking at me and I threw a beer bottle in his face. And everyone was like, yo, what's good the conflict fuck's resolution? The what the fuck's the matter? But this is you know, we're talking about twelve, fourteen years ago. Yeah. I, I was I was came out came out from Brooklyn. But and I didn't know, and this is the thing. If somebody engaged in eye contact with me, it meant yeah, you want to fight me or fuck me? No, that it meant that some something was like it was a diversion, so somebody else would yeah. stab me and rob me. Right, right. Because that's what happens. Do you think where we come from too? People get so small minded of like I know people have never left the city of Boston. It's like that's it. Like that's all they know. And yeah, it's like, that's their truth. That's why their truth is not the truth because right. it's only your perspective. I need to rely on and like all of my points of views and all the things, dude. They're they're malleable. They can change. I'm like convince me otherwise. I'm not a I'm not married to any Dead positions set. or information. Right. I I, and I actually, think that was my issue as is I was for so long. I was so married to this yeah, is how yeah. it is and that's it. And I had blinders on. And it's like coming to California, I realized so much things of like, man, the world's so much bigger than that. Being racist, being all these things closed off for you because of your homosexual I mean because of your sexuality. It limited so many connections and so many options in my life that I stayed in this miserable place with miserable people. And now I've been able to branch out and do all these amazing things with people, not based on anything other than, are you a fucking good human being? And what do I have to... It's learned behavior. It's learned behavior. I remember I grew up, you know, I grew up in But so many people aren't willing to, I don't think, even learn that, though. Right. Well, give it a chance. Because why? Why do we stay so stuck? You know. I don't know. I don't know. I will say this, though. I like, you know, I had the same experiences where, you know, and I've been in bands with dudes who are gay and like they're like my bros. I love them, man. And I remember because I where I grew, I grew up in like hip hop, hardcore, heavy metal culture in the hardcore scene. Everybody was embraced. But like in the neighborhood, like. You, you couldn't be gay because it was considered weak. Right. And then I, I when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I, I might have been like 19. I was, and I was I got I got pretty big and I started working at a club as a bouncer. And um, I I like worked with a dude who was yoked and he was gay and I had no idea. And he was like, dude, somebody tried to hurt me. And this guy f- saved my ass. And right. then we became homies. And then he was like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. And I'm like. Sick. Wait, what? And I didn't know. I was ignorant because right. I was pre-programmed from my neighborhood that homosexuality was a was a thing of weakness and I and even the church, even like the Catholic Church and you know, it was just a thing. And so 
I was I was I'm grateful that I grew up in in a metropolitan area where even in the in the early 2000s and 90s or whatever I was exposed to so many different kinds of people and that was my life leaving the nest and becoming a man was understanding that uh prejudice in general is a fallacy and then you stop seeking the differences like we talk about recovery and seek the similarities, similarities right. and what ham what happens to me is no matter where i go in the world the i enjoy it, like integrating and, and and talking with people from different countries from different walks of life different races right. religions cultures and, and that makes me grow and what i found is that all of us want the same things so that's why i don't have like I'm not mad at people who have different political beliefs. I'm not mad at people. I don't want other people to change their mind for me to feel right. I don't care about being right. What I care about is that we avoid the extinction of liberty. Yeah. And, and because liberty is what enables us all to be different. Right. In other countries, if you're gay in Russia, they kill you. If yeah. you're gay in Iran, they kill you. If you're gay in Afghanistan, they murder you. Well, you it's like the chicks, like you can't show your face, yeah. you can't do all this shit. So like all these people who, who feel oppressed or being, actually, a lot of people are being told they're oppressed. And it's not true. There is systemic racism and there's systemic oppression that is institutionalized. But that has to do with the banking system, the judicial system, and the industrial prison complex, primarily. It's not a societal issue. As a society, as a man who is African-American, I've been to 48 of the 50 states. I have toured constantly for 24 years, and my interactions with people are not not do not imply racism and it's wherever i go is this the most racist place you've been where america uh yes hmm. yeah how about that america is the most racist place but i experienced more racism experience. growing up as a kid right than i did as an adult because it has changed yeah i could have something to do with your stature also no, I mean people do like if somebody like clutches their purse. I mean it's the same in, a, it's, in an elevator. I don't feel offended. I feel sorry for that person. I'm like, oh, like, but it's we still oh, live in a bully state know. of where a white man would be more prone to say the n word to a 13 year old kid than someone that looked like you because he thinks he can get away with it because you can't hurt me if I say that. But not really because everyone has cell phones and they get filmed now. So it's kind of like that's the upside. Oh, that's another thing. It's good and bad because think people are using it as a weapon God, and they the, try to God the good old days when you could fucking throw somebody a beating and just Yeah, you know. well a lot of people deserve beatings but no the, a lot of people keep behaving this way because they they don't But have is that behavior modif modification though because my dad beat the shit, you know, kicked my ass and people he did all this shit and I still Well, I don't act a know. certain way because I don't want to be treated a certain way. Right. But you I feel I mean? like a lot of, and that was another but thing I that hindered my. But I also don't talk to people. A lot of people on the internet talk a certain way that if we were in a bar or something, right, they would get, they would they would get paralyzed. But that's another thing that I have to remind myself too is that you know I grew up a certain way where you be respectful and you do this and do that. Does that mean that I sit in this holier than thou and I've never done anything wrong and I'm a great person all the time? No. Oh. But what it also means is that in prison you don't bump into somebody and not say excuse me. So out here when someone bumps into me like it's no big deal and they just keep pushing, a part of me wants to grab them by the back of the head and go, "Hey motherfucker, yeah. I'm not gonna punch you in the face, but just know that that's not acceptable." But I can't do that because I'm not in prison. I'm not in Boston, well, and not everybody has grown up and and had the same well, no, morals. Or it's not about well. It's, it's again, it's the demoralization of of American society, and I think that I my, the way that I deal with these people is like I when someone trespasses me and I want to fucking equalize them. My like my relationship with God is like uh, it's tr yeah. Your phone is like don't talk about spirituality. Nah, so, like, I have my own idea of God, right? And it's, like, um, a lot of the principles are mixtures of all different religions that I agree with. But, like, my my God, like, the spirit of the universe is, like, the most gangster motherfucker of all time. And he's just, like, he's the Don. And all these people, human beings, are made guys. And what do you know about the mafia? 
can't kill a made guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, well, oh, yeah, it's fucking. Well, and ev- all day, yeah. every day, people are like, Tommy's such a nice guy. And I'm like, you are getting a pass right. because I'm a found man. Yeah. Like literally, that's my what it logic comes down is to. that I treat people like that like children or puppies. So yeah. everybody that does that, I have to go. Ah, oh, he's five. Can you kill a five year old? No. And then, uh, you know, I just go about unless, my day. Unless you're, I'm not gonna say <laughs> it. Unless you're a weird rapey type. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all right. So you can find us uh, deviantgentleman.com. We are on Instagram at deviantgentleman uh, or on Facebook deviantgentleman. Um. Tommy's Instagram is at Tommy Vexed. Mine is at Shane dot vitco um send us your questions uh like subscribe comment we love you guys